We can wake up, wake up. Gunners and Ali. Good morning, Ali. Good morning. Tuesday is upon us. Another day, another fresh cup of joe or coffee. And we're at it again with a double pass for Bill and Ted's well, not excellent adventure. They're facing the music this time. It's tempting to say it, though, because I'm so used to saying Bill and Ted's excellent adventure <laughs> that saying face the music doesn't seem quite mm. right. But anyway, we'll give you a chance to win a double in-season pass to check that out. You know what I heard? What? A huge chunk of Greenland's ice cap has broken off in the far north Arctic. How big? 110 square K oh, chunk. Holy cow. Yeah, scientists are calling the loss evidence of rapid climate change. Now, the worry about this, people that don't really know what it means when an ice cap breaks off, is that it then melts into the ocean, which then can cause rising sea levels and then can cause typhoons, erosion of uh, coastal lands and things like that. So it does eventually affect the climate and the surrounding land. So this is a bit of a worry for scientists who monitor these ice caps because yep. two-thirds of it has already broken off. Oh, that's not good. Yes. I think it's funny that first some people were saying there's no such thing as climate change and now they're saying, okay, there's climate change, but we're not sure what's causing it. Either way... <laughs> the cows. <there> <laughs> the bloody cows and they're farting <laughs> and the methane gas. That's what's causing it. <laughs> Technically the humans because we have the cows and we want the milk and the beef. So It's all our fault. It's our Mm. We're the worst animals on the planet, let's face it. <laughs> Damn straight we are. <laughs> 91.7 The Wave, it's a flock of seagulls. I ran and John Farner before that as we check out boating. Weather's looking absolutely great, but I believe the winds are up. How are we looking, Ali? Well, you just have to look at the seagulls to know if the weather is up or the wind is up. They're sensitive to wind conditions, so they might be like hiding out or, you know, when they bunker down on the lawns? Uh-huh. <laughs> so check out the seagulls, that's a good indication. Or listen to me, strong wind warning in place today. Or just check out the behaviours of the seagulls. I'll just check out the seagulls, thanks. <laughs> it's Tuesday the 15th of September and having a birthday is Brian Henderson. The former Sydney TV newsreader is 89. Hendo. Good evening. He's directed some amazing movies over the years including Platoon, Wall Street, The Doors and JFK. His name is Oliver Stone and today the US film director is 74. Also turning 74, Tommy Lee Jones. The US actor's been in loads of movies. I think my favourite one's The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Men in black for me. 15 minutes ago, you knew that people were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. Over to the fugitive. Yeah. Okay. Australian actress Paula Duncan today is 68. Sophie Dahl, English author, cook and former model and daughter of Roald Dahl is 43. Also turning 43 today, UK actor Tom Hardy. He's such a legend. Of course, was in the Mad Max film Fury Road and he was in Venom. Haven't seen it. Well, you're missing out. And Prince Harry, or Prince Henry of Wales, is 36. You mean Henry Charles Albert David Windsor? That's the one. <laughs> anyway, moving along to some of the events that happened on this day, like the Lone Ranger began on US TV on this day in 1949. A fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver. Hyo Silver! Also beginning on this day, but in 1965, was Gidget, Lost in Space, Green Acres and I Spy. Columbo, starring Peter Falk, also began on US TV, but in 1971. Same year, 1971, Greenpeace was founded. In Canada? I didn't know that. Now you do. Google.com, the domain name, was registered in 1997. And today, the Sydney Olympic Games opening ceremony became the most watched program of all time on Aussie TV, with 10.5 million viewers. And of course, it happened in the year 2000. And finally, we lost a bit of a legend with the passing of the Cars lead singer Rico Kasich, who died at the age of 75 just last year. So to wrap up today's On This Day, we thought we'd play this one as a special tribute to Rick. This is Drive the Cars, here at The Way.
91.7 The Wave. Good morning, it's Gunners and Ali for breakfast and our small tribute to Rico Kasich, the lead singer of the Cars who died at the age of 75 on this day just last year. Aww. So we played that along with Eagle Eye Cherry. Such a fabulous song. Isn't it great? Oh, it's so atmospheric. Takes me somewhere, that song. Love it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Now with spring comes new life. We're talking little baby animals and can you tell me a cuter baby animal than a quokka? Oh, well, quokkas are cute to start off with, and right? let alone a baby one. I know, so cute. And all this month at Rottnest Island, it's quokkas birthday month. So basically, they're celebrating the birth of the quokkas. They're like you, they have a birthday month. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> which is really cool because every Saturday in September, it's the quokka birthday. So basically every Saturday, there's loads of things going on, activities for young and old, there's music, entertainment, special offers, and appearances from the guest of honour themselves, happy the quokka will be there. Right. Which is basically a cuddly version of a quokka that walks around and gives you cuddles, which is really cute. It's one birthday celebration that you don't want to miss. And the really cool thing about this is all month, kids under 12 can travel for free on the ferry. Now, we were talking before about rottenness can get quite pricey if you're taking the whole family. So kids for free... Nice oh, one. It's always a win-win. And with things going on every Saturday, it is definitely time to get over to Rotnest and check out the baby quokkas. I never knew they had birthdays. Well, now you know, September month is when all animals are born. So I guess it's oh, every right. animal's birthday in okay. September. I knew, horses, I knew horses had their... Yeah, well, all, all animals, it's usually the springtime when right, okay. it comes into... You know, they get bored during winter, you well, know. Nice so one. they all have babies in spring. Maybe consider heading to Rotto. Take me to my island. <laughs> Thanks for that. Do you remember that old ad? I do. Anyway, moving along. Okay, so I've stumbled across a fact that kind of astounded me, and it's to do with cows. They've got four stomachs? Yes. They create a lot of methane? Yes, and they're a big source of milk. Yeah, so what else is there to know about cows? They don't have upper front teeth. They don't have upper front teeth. (laughs) Actually, come to think of it, that would look really weird if they had teeth in the front like horses. But I bet you've never thought about it. No, I haven't. And basically, for an animal that relies on chewing their cud as a way to make milk, you'd think they would have those upper front teeth, wouldn't you? Have they got molars? They do. They have molars in the top back of their mouths. And where you'd expect upper incisors, cows, sheep and goats have a thick layer of tissue called a dental pad. So it's basically like a hardened gum. Well, at least their teeth don't fall out. <laughs> they use that with their bottom teeth to pull out grass and then chew their cud. Yeah, never really thought about that. Now you mention it, teeth and a cow. <laughs> yeah. And when they smile, they look gummy. You ever seen a cow smile? Well, I don't know if I've ever seen a cow smile, but I do know what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there you have it. I was a bit blown away by that. Cows have no upper front teeth. And that's my moving random fact here on The Wave. Did you really say that? Cows about that. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> you'd love to be stuck on is the raft. Oh, I saw this on the news the other day. So cool. It's, of course, a floating pub that is permanently moored on the Swan River in Perth. Absolutely amazing. And the maiden voyage is happening on the 27th of September and there's still a few tickets available. Costs you $200 and it fits 250 people on board. But it does include some really nice things, including wine, canopies, beer and all of that stuff. Dress up in your summer finest. Sorry, canopies. Oh, canopies. What did I say? Canopies. Oh, my 
my gosh. Anyway, if you'd love to go on the raft, just go to theraft.com.au. It's amazing. And I think it's going to be about $50 for a Sunday sesh thereafter. And if you want to hire it out, I heard on the news that it's $2,000. That's not for the day, that's what? for the hour. Surely not that much. <laughs> I think oh so. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? Closer to home, we have our own floating pub that's been happening for quite a while. $10 to get on on a Friday, but I think that's not coming back till summertime. We're talking Mandurah Cruises Friday Floating Pub. Why go to Perth when we've got our own sort of like floating <laughs> thing here? That's right. A floating vessel around our Manjar Bay, $10 entry, and they do live music on board, take you around, see some dolphins. It's a great Friday night. Nice one, Mandurah Cruises. <laughs> Your hard word gunners, are you ready? Uh-huh. It's Welve. Welve? Welve. Is that halfway between 12 and 11 teen? <laughs> Welve. <laughs> well, let's see if it's one of your options. Does it mean A, to lose or be without hope, B, to bury something deep or to hide, or C, to envelope in a protective or comforting way. Welve. Mm. <sighs> well, nothing really jumps out at me. How's it spelled? W-H-E-L-V-E. I'm tossing up between B and C, to bury something deep or to hide or to envelope in a protecting and comforting way. Both of those sort of appeal to me. It's probably A, because <laughs> I'm good at doing that. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Where did that come from? To be without hope. <laughs> Missed that. Oh, man, I've got no idea. I'm just going to lock in C. It's probably wrong, but... To envelope in a protective or comforting way is to welve. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not. You're very happy about that, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> it is actually B, to bury something deep or to hide. So you're on the edge of figuring it out. Yeah, but not quite close enough. Welve, welve, welve. <laughs> and today's hard word, right here on The Wave. Listen live or listen whenever you want. Gunners and Alley Daily Podcast, 917thewave.com.au.